0: Hello everyone, how are you this beautiful day, this beautiful day that the Lord has made? I'm Karen Jane Casey on the podcast Turn to God with Karen. And every Wednesday we have Sword of the Spirit. As we go out into the world each day, we need to be fully equipped with a full armor of God as described for us in Ephesians chapter 6. And when we go there, we learn that a defensive weapon that is provided for us is the Sword of the Spirit sword of the Spirit. That is our defensive weapon against attacks of the enemy, our adversaries. And it is the Word of God. So in keeping with that, in this episode we always have passages from the Word of God or specific scriptures for a topic area. So today's episode is Take a Stand. You know the world's full of chaos and challenges all around us, and it takes away from us our focus on the Lord if we let it happen. We're distracted. There are a couple of things that come into play. The spiritual or natural law of sowing and reaping, which essentially says that if we sow good into our lives, kindness, goodness, fruit of the Spirit, sound, good decisions, then we can hope to receive rewards answered prayers, a harvest in our lives if we don't give up. But when we sow evil into our lives, and we know when we're sowing evil, then we can expect to face consequences. And sometimes those consequences can be very hard, very severe. Well, we see that happening all around us, don't we? Haven't we experienced it ourselves? Here's an excellent passage on it. Galatians chapter 6, verses 7 through 10, and I'm going to read that in the New Living Translation. Don't be misled. You cannot mock the justice of God. You will always harvest what you plant. Those who live only to satisfy their own sinful nature will harvest decay and death from that sinful nature. But those who live to please the Spirit will harvest everlasting life from the Spirit. So let's not get tired of doing what is good. So just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessings if we don't give up. Therefore, whenever we have the opportunity, we should do good to everyone, especially to those in the family of faith. I am so encouraged with that. I cannot tell you how much. Because, you know, sometimes as I do my podcast, which I've been doing since 2016, There may not be very many listeners, but the Lord tells me to keep on keeping on. Do not give up. And with my books, sometimes, you know, if I look at the numbers, I may be discouraged. But I'm to keep on keeping on. And and I have to believe that the right people are listening, watching, reading. Because God has put this call on me. We can each do that, can't we, with whatever the Lord has given us to do. We can rally ourselves and keep on. Don't give up. So with knowledge of the spiritual law or the natural law of sowing and reaping, we can ask ourselves in every situation we face, can I take a stand or not? What are the consequences if I don't? Can I endure or stay in it for the long haul and not give up? Incentive is the knowledge that there is a reward at the very end of it all. So another important matter to consider is illustrated in Daniel 3 in the Old Testament. Uh, I'm sure you're going to remember this. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. King Nebuchadnezzar made an image of gold or an idol, and he demanded all of his people to fall down and worship that idol or they would be thrown into a blazing furnace. But there were three young men who worshipped only the true God, and they refused to bow down to his idols. So let's read Daniel 3, verses 16 through 18. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to him, King Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it, and he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. But even if he does not, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold that you've set up. I love that. It's like God is well able, he is in control, he will deliver us, but if not, then we will still serve him. That means we have faith that there is a good plan, even if we don't see it right now. As you may recall, the end result in this story was that they were thrown into the blazing furnace, but they didn't get burned up. In fact, the king even noticed that a fourth person appeared to be walking around in the furnace with them, appearing to be the Son of God. What I see in this story, and I wanted to share with you, is that we are not alone. We are never alone in whatever we face when we believe in the Lord, when our focus is on the Lord. We each need to have the same resolve as those three dedicated men, Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego, who said that even if God did not deliver, that they will still worship Him. And you know, especially in today's world, some of us do get upset when, when things don't go our way. But we don't know the full picture, do we? God knows the full picture. And He always has something planned for good for those who love Him. We must always remember what the enemy means for harm. God has a good plan. Sometimes what's happening doesn't look like it in the overall good plan. We don't know. Regardless, we can trust in the Lord, He is con- in control. Maybe we can take a stand, but when we go through some trials and troubles, we want to give up and we are not able to sit- we don't feel able to stick it out. So we need to rally ourselves up, worship Him, praise him through it all. And He will deliver in the end. We can say that with a mindset focused on God's kingdom, which lasts forever, instead of the temporary things on earth. Let me repeat that. Always remember what the enemy means for harm and evil. God has a good plan for your life. A permanent good plan. He is well able to guide you in the direction that you should go and deliver you from your problems. Psalm 46.1, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in times of trouble. And that means even in the small problems, they're not too insignificant for Him because He knows the number of hairs on our head. And they're not too great for Him because with God all things are possible. Well, here are some verses to encourage us as we maintain our focus on the Lord to hold fast to our resolve, and to take a stand. So I'm repeating John 10.10. 10. The thief comes to steal, to kill, to destroy. But Jesus came that we might have life, that we may have it more abundantly. Some translations say overflowing. So when we think that we have a people problem, a persecution, it's really demonic powers. The enemies attack on us, trying to cause us to fall or to give up. But we need to wake up, as in Judges five twelve, and rise and shine through the thick darkness, as in Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1. I'm going to read that verse. Arise, shine, for the light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. So if you've not turned to God yet, I encourage you to do so. Turn to Him with all your sins, repenting and walking away from Him. Let the Lord know that you believe that Jesus is the only Son of God, suffered and died on the cross for you to pay for your sins, and He arose in the third day. Yes, Jesus defeated death. When you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you've begun a relationship with Christ. You're saved, born again, as a new creature. You are never alone. You may not be aware, but I've written a couple of books that address this very topic covered. A New Song Rises Up and Study Guide is non-fiction. I share how the Lord rescued me time and time again, and I never deserved it. We look at putting on the full armor of God in Ephesians 6 and the spiritual law of sowing and reaping. As a believer, there was a period of wandering in the wilderness, and I rededicated my life to Jesus. Just as in Psalm 40, I had been in a deep pit, but the Lord delivered me. Now there's a new song to sing that of praise to my Lord. That might be your testimony too. Another book that I've written, Stand With Your Armor On, is five separate stories to demonstrate today's conflicts that we face, how our choices do impact our lives, and what consequences might look like. They're all examples of how a person stands through adversity in today's world. Within each story, we see how we have the option in our daily daily lives to put on the full armor of God and stand. And also, we see more clearly how the spiritual law of sowing and reaping does work operate in our daily lives. I pray that as you face the world's offenses and chaos, that you take a stand while leaning and trusting in the Lord. Well, I want to end this episode in a closing salutation that is found in the New Testament. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. In Jesus' name. I want to thank you for joining me today. I hope you'll join me every Wednesday morning on the episode of Sword of the Spirit with the podcast, Turn to God with Karen. And as you probably know, there are episodes every Monday, The Hope and Faith Journey, where we talk about challenges and our overcoming and our encouragement for healing. And every Friday is Karen's Book Corner, where I talk about books that I've written or books by another author. This is Karen Jane Casey, author, speaker, podcaster, domestic violence ab- victim advocate, and ambassador for Christ. Please go to my website's contact page and send me your comments, your suggestions, any feedback is most welcome. That's KarenJaneCasey.com And when you go to my website, you'll find resource material regarding domestic violence and also my books, my blogs, and podcasts. And you can purchase the books through those links. Including the two that I mentioned today, A New Song Rises Up, and Stand With Your Armor On. If you've read and enjoyed any of my books... And if they've made an impact in your life, I would love to know about it. And I'd also appreciate a review on Amazon.com. Well, thank you and God bless.